Hello and welcome to the brand new Power of Women podcast. I'm Amy Redmond, Artistic Director of POW, a charity based in Thanet that organises and facilitates community projects throughout the year, as well as an annual festival which coincides with International Women's Day on March the 8th. We operate across the three main towns of Thanet, Margate, Ramsgate and Broadstairs, with the goals of encouraging community involvement in local arts and culture activities and profiling the work of local female artists. These first four episodes are being released daily in the lead up to the POW Festival, a four day digital festival that focuses on power in protest. The festival is completely free. It runs Friday the 5th to Monday the 8th of March. There's over 40 events to choose from. Go to powthanet.com for the full lineup. Or follow us on social media at powthanet. And if you miss stuff, it will be on the Pow YouTube after the event. So catch up on all the good stuff there. In this first episode, I'm talking to Canvas for Equality. They are a collective of young women from the Thanet area of mixed ethnicities and sexualities, discussing vital, enlightening topics with eloquence and grace. They're fantastic. And before we get into episode one, I love a quiz. Very lockdown one, I know. But I'm going to set you a question to ponder on and I'll give you the answer at the end of the podcast. Amanda Gorman, the poet that gave us all hope in our hearts when she spoke at President Joe Biden's inauguration in January. Which of these Amanda Gorman facts is untrue? A, she now plans to become president. B, she is a twin. Or C, her teacher mother is English. Which of these facts is untrue? I'll give you the answer at the end. The Power of Women. Power of Women. Power of Women podcast. I'm very excited to have the Canvas for Equality crew on the line. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. (laughs) You're actually POW alumni now because you've already done us a gig before for Margate Festival. (laughs) Thanks for that. If anyone doesn't follow Canvas for Equality, you have to find these girls online. Um, Should we go along and you introduce yourselves? Is that cool? Ellie first? Yeah, I'm Ellie. I'm poet and performer. And you work out I'm bartender from Fanit. <laughs> I'm 24. Yeah. Thanks, Elle. And Maz? I'm Maz. I'm 20. I'm a student in London doing fashion. And I also am a singer. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you have a Thanet connection as well, right? Yeah, I'm from I'm from Canterbury. Um, yeah. so not too far from Thanet, yeah. Kent. And Kent crew. And Felicia. Um, yeah, I'm Felicia. I'm 20 and a fashion student from Manchester, but I am planet born and bred. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a, I don't know who I am. I'm a poet and a bit of an artist. I don't know. Yeah. I love it when we describe ourselves when there's that kind of like, I think I'm this. <laughs> and that's what I love about C for E because you are this, like you girls are making this thing happen yourselves. So can you tell people about how you formed C for E and why you felt it was so necessary? So gosh it's nearly it's not a year ago but it feels like a very long time ago um lockdown number one it, you um, know what it nearly is a year because it was power festival last year so it will be March. yeah nearly a year much when this podcast goes out people will have been in lockdown for a year 
that's a happy thought wow that's what a happy (laughs) thought but (laughs) happy things came out of stressful times um yeah so obviously um the death of George Floyd that happened whilst we were all in lockdown was quite traumatic for a lot of us and I kind of used the the momentum that that gave me to really actually try and make a difference like more than just what I felt like I was doing at the time I got together with these lovely girls um through lots of different means I knew some of them and then some of them were like uh suggested to me as people that had been particularly vocal and we all got together um and started zooming in April I want to say of 2020 and then we launched our Instagram I think in July um yeah so it has nearly been a year or we can say like well, a couple like eight months and what you girls are doing is so well firstly really aesthetically pleasing just to look at because I love your color palette and everything that you put on insta but it's also so bang on and relevant and we were just discussing before this about the Florence Given and Slumflower situation and you girls cover it with such like intelligence and dignity and like humility but also real humanity because it's like we were just talking about how you know we're we're all fallible we can all make mistakes and like conversations around cancel culture it's like that wider conversation is that we're all human and we need to like listen and forgive and yeah not put anyone on a pedestal because you're there's only one way down from a pedestal so um, can you talk about so what feminism means to you and maybe like what your feminism like what did how were you taught it at school because it's it's such an interesting thing to come to and I'm so happy that you girls have found it at this age I was feminism in school I honestly never was I did it like history for I decided to take it for GCSE and A level um so I learned about suffragettes but I mean not in great detail at all but I feel like school turned me into a bit of a feminist because the climate of school was very sort of sexist jokes and like feminism to me just gives me a lot of power to the voice that I wanted to have and needed to have and I feel like I'm learning and growing but it's a journey (laughs) it's a journey right yeah and that intersectional feminism of like we can all learn from each other in all these different aspects how about you girls? I have a really funny journey. So I was like, when I was like 15, 16, doing GCSE art at school, I like wasn't really getting on with it. And then I started doing this like really like angry feminist project where I like was like sewing, I was like sewing all this shit into fabric and like ironing boards and like with like angry monoprints, like with like phrases like, want your like really funny. want your food on the floor keep calling me whore like shit like that yeah and I hadn't even like kissed it like I don't know where this came from like I hadn't kissed anyone I had no like I was just angry at like the world and I remember like this like random art teacher walking by and she, she was just like you're really angry and I was like yeah and it was really cute because they let I was like 15 but they like let me swear and like say all this shit and then I started to research all these artists and I was like whoa the world is so fuck like but it was very white I think it was very whitewashed yeah and then when I was like 16 17 me and a group of mates really got onto this band called the Tuts and we would like it literally gives me chills thinking about it we would all get on the slow train to London Vic because it was like the cheapest train it was like two hours and we all like 
like we'd all get like bottles of wine each and then we'd like have two hours pre-drinking on the train mm -hmm. and then we'd go up and see the tuts like and we were some of their first fans so it would be like in some grubby little upstairs of a club and it would be like all old men with beers at the back and then we'd like put glitter on our faces and we'd do stage invasions and then this kind of opened up into like more like intersectional feminism because like it's they call themselves um three-tone instead of two-tone mm. because um um hat who is hat tut who is on bass is um white british and then um bev who's on the drums is black british and then um nad who's the front woman is south asian um, they sound amazing i need yeah. to like suddenly i was like cut going from like white white like fan it to like mm -hmm. me and my friends like and then we would follow them online so like i bev tart actually recommended like the book bad feminist by roxanne gay so when i was like 17 i like read bad feminist by roxanne gay who's like a black queer woman and then suddenly my my like world was opened and i was like mm -hmm. fuck and then i went to fucking uni and i was like well this is all bullshit because unknown to me like I'm reading all these radical texts when I was 17 from what the Tuts yeah. recommended and like no one at uni had even read them wow. and I was like well this is a waste of time like, <laughs> yeah. well, just, I think that's what every student feels now in lockdown as well yeah sorry that was a really long long, long time no long, not at all it's fascinating long, I want to look that band up a very yeah. specific journey from like very sort of closed feminism yeah, to like yeah. more of an open it's lovely to hear because often, well, you we talk about like the baggage around that word and how people are like almost embarrassed to say they're feminists to a certain age or they start to realise it's just gender equality, basically. Thanks, Elle. And Maz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like my journey was a bit like slower. I went to an all girls school. So the idea of feminism, it was like, I don't know, I feel like I found it more difficult to kind of latch onto my femininity, also struggling like with identity issues. And so it wasn't actually until I left that kind of bubble of that like mass like female energy that actually could be quite quite toxic um, of like comparing myself, um, comparing myself to my white like um, counterparts and stuff. And when I kind of started to become more accepting of myself, um, it kind of changed. Um, and actually, I wouldn't even say, I, I think even moving to London, like I've become more um, like vocal in terms of feminism as well. But also just being friends with really inspiring women has like helped me a lot, like being part of Canvas for Equality and like kind of being inspired by all of you has helped me so much. And um, like I always say, like becoming friends with Elethea and Lauren, who are also in the collective, helped me to kind of work out my identity and work out my identity as a woman mm. um, and as a, like a mixed race woman. Um, so it was kind of a stop start journey and I feel like I'm still on it, but um, yeah, that's how I describe how it's been for me and how I feel like about the word feminism. So I'm really, yeah. it's, it's so awesome to hear people's journeys to it because like that is, you know, probably why Cameras for Equality exists, right? Because you've all kind of at that that voice and that I think so many people are going to find you and be at that same stage so it's like we can all learn with you and together we'll continue with this interview just after I think of today's sponsor hang on there isn't one Pow Thanet is a charity that does incredible work across the community culminating in this fantastic festival every year for International Women's Day and we're really excited to start doing projects all across the year so if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, get in touch. 
Also, you as a listener can support us by rating this podcast, five stars please, and give it a nice review. This all really helps. Thank you for your support. The Power of Women. Power of Women. The Power of Women. Power of Women podcast. What do you think you are going to be doing for Power in March and what can we look forward to for your gig, which is going to be closing the Power Digital Festival on March the 7th? So exciting. Yeah. Um, Ellie, do you want to explain? Yeah, I can explain. So we're still in the works, obviously, like changing it from a physical event to a digital event. But it's going to consist of some performances from the collective and um, it's going to begin with some some of the collective's love letters to protests past and present and end hopefully with a Q&A, potentially an exciting guest, but we're not sure yet. But yes, performance and discussion and love letters to protests is the content I love that I really love that because we were just talking as well about how the theme of the festival is power in protest and how it's an odd one right now because we're all at home and like how do you protest from home so I really think yeah you girls do that so well on on your insta sorry yeah and I think we've we've, I don't want to go into a tangent but I think we've spoken about this before like just as friends but like often um Akala writes about this often we think that like protest isn't very British actually like protest is like really really British like if peasants didn't revolt in like the 1300s against the feudal system there'd still be men on horses like being like give like give me your crops I don't know like people like every change in our society is through protest like you know we we were talking about the Bristol um, bus Bus boycott where like black and brown men couldn't couldn't drive buses in the in the fucking mid-60s like in, and then there was a protest and then they could yeah like so we we protest however we can like even locked away in a pandemic because yeah that's what we do. and like I think yeah that there is something to be said for all these government petitions and really getting voices out there because even sometimes when you can if you are allowed to go to protest and you're not in a lockdown you might be someone that gets anxiety and can't handle a protest but you could be the person you know uploading the photos back at base and like you know doing your bit to make these things happen you don't always have to physically be at protest and even almost I'd say something that I feel like might not seem like an act of protest but unfortunately is not happening enough in my opinion is just being that person who regardless of your race of how you identify is speaking up for these important issues every day like day-to-day in conversation and that seems like such a it seems like it's easy but it's not but the more that we do that I feel like the more we can progress and that might I see that as a little act of protest in terms of like you know I'm not gonna just let that slide I definitely agree yeah and keep having those conversations and yeah normalizing questioning things is uh, is a new thing yeah people aren't used to being like called out and actually making it chatty is much nicer and again that's why I love what you girls do because it's it's conversational and it's like hands up we're all learning here sort of thing um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to you being part of the festival and closing it. So I'm I'm just super proud to be working with you. And I think everyone should follow you and listen and learn on the same level as we were saying. <laughs> no one's on a pedestal. <laughs> we're all in this. Yeah. Um, and hopefully that's what we're going to take from the festival yeah. as well. But I just wanted to close by asking each of you who an inspirational feminist is to you. So, yeah, it might be your mum or it might be Beyonce. But if you... Um, and if you maybe you'll take part in the Thanet challenge where you can draw them as well and put them up in your window. 
so uh, I look forward to seeing your pictures but yeah should we go down down the line and, and hear who your inspirational feminist is well I just suddenly thought I was um like basically doing some research in my family tree and um, my granddad's mum I don't think she'd probably call herself feminist but I was thinking about all she went through um she's called Audrey because so my great-grandma because her um husband was really abusive and an alcoholic my granddad's dad and she was a factory worker and then she really sadly died of like TB when um my granddad was 18 and I was just like thinking of what a legend she was to have like got through all the struggles of yeah. her life whilst like literally like my granddad's fond like even in his old age had such fond memories of yeah. the love she she gave him despite the fact that like his household where he grew up was really abusive and I just was thinking that I really want to own a barge and call it her name oh, that's wow. just a but I just I just I just think fuck in hell like I can't believe one woman went through so much when you hear know. stories of women from that generation you just think oh my god we don't know we're born like we I mean, the things we're fighting for are very important too, but, you know, the, the stuff that went down, that's just incredible. Do you have any yeah. photos of her so you'd be able to draw her for this challenge? Yeah, I do. I do have photos of her. They're really lovely. Um, it was, yeah, really sweet. My granddad would say that he didn't believe in ghosts, but sometimes he'd be in the garden in his house, his little house, and he'd, he'd hear her calling him in for dinner. Oh, my um, um so I just think yeah absolute legend of, of the game and I, I'm really like proud to like be in her lineage of like yeah. and, but then it's also the complications of also having like a bloody abuser in your blood oh, as well. like, yeah. you know, but um family but, baggage man god that's just, that's just um, family life. thank yeah. you for talking about her let's all just have a moment for Audrey big up yes yes Maz next not even to be um soppy but I was just racking my brains and the people that I actually am inspired by the most is you guys. So <laughs> <They're> prob <laughs> that's probably mine just cause like that you guys inspire me the most like recently. And um, yeah, that's my answer. That's lovely. And, and like, only three of you are here. So do you want to big up the whole, all the girls? Say all their names. Yes. Big up to all of the girls. So big up to um, Ellie, Felicia, Dania, Lauren, Elethea, Khadija, Anna, Nancy, all of them inspire me the most. So, yeah. The full C for E crew. And yeah, you can find yeah. them. I keep saying it, but you can find them all if you follow them. Yes, please follow us. They've got a really cute favourites in their stories that's like all of your all of your lovely faces. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, Felicia's inspirational feminist. Um, yeah, I was when you said it, I was trying to think of somebody not from family and then when you said like our mum I was like actually my mum probably is yeah. um because again I don't really think I was taught about feminism in school I think the sort of ah oh, in a way this scene sounds weird even my dad the the sort of like way of the way my brain works in terms of having self-love and self-respect all comes from my parents I mean my dad's like always told me that it's like really important for me to just you know like be solid by myself and on my own and like especially for a man telling you that it's quite I don't know I don't know it's it's quite nice it's and with beautiful. my mum as well it's beautiful I respect, yeah I respect my mum a lot because she like moved over here 
from Jamaica and like brought her kids with her. So I just have a lot of respect for doing that. Incredible. Thank you so much. Well, big up Felicia's mum. And <laughs> big up Felicia's mum for giving us Felicia. Thank you so and, much. Uh, yeah, if, you, if you can draw her and put her in your window, then you can be part of this planet wide art challenge of us all <laughs> drawing our ladies. It'd be nice to see you do that with the hashtag PowerPanet. Everyone do theirs. Um, that's really lovely to talk to you. I feel like really um, uplifted by having actual human contact with lovely people. So thank you. And I can't wait to see what you bring to POW on March the 7th. Big love. The power of women. Power of women. Power of women. Power of women. The power of women podcast. Thank you, Canvas for Equality. Before we finish, it's quiz time. Every episode, we're going to end with a little fun quiz. So here is this episode's question. Which of these Amanda Gorman facts is untrue? A, she now plans to become president. B, she is a twin. Or C, her teacher mother is English. And the answer is C, her mother is not English, but she is an English teacher. Thanks for listening to this, our first episode in a week-long journey to our annual International Women's Day Festival. Please rate this podcast five stars and leave a little review. It really does help us. And if you'd like to support us even further or get involved with us, find out how at powthanet.com. Women Podcast. Women Podcast.